Good morning. You're listening to Spiritual Awareness, and welcome to the broadcast. I'm Pastor Davenport, and I'd like to begin this morning by thanking each of you for helping me spread God's Word around the world. I just noticed that uh, this message is not on the website, so I'm going to try to record it again and find out why it didn't make it to the website. Uh, You know, our numbers are growing and showing that we are being heard in Canada, Japan, as well as the United States and the UK. With Apple and iTunes and Spotify picking us up, God's good news and the message of salvation for the lost will continue to go out on the airways around the world. Praise God. Hallelujah. This is only possible with your financial help and support. So thank you. And please... Take time uh, to, to, to call your friends and your family and let them know that uh, the Spiritual Awareness Ministry broadcast is, is uh, going around the world. And just take that time. Thank you. Before I get to the message today, I want to uh, draw your attention to uh, the uh, website. Uh, it's Spiritual Awareness. .net, www.spiritualawareness.net. Again, it's www.spiritualawareness.net. Our email over there is spiritualawareness777 at gmail.com if you'd like to reach us by, uh, by uh, email. You know, we'll be transferring a lot of our episodes over. I don't know what happened on this one. It just didn't make it over there. Uh, quite yet. We got some glitches in the system, and we'll be uh, kind of trying to work those out. I apologize, uh, and we'll get to that. Today's scripture will be on Psalms 91, 1 through 11, John 14, verse 27, Hebrews 13, verse 9, and John 14, 1 through 4. Again, while you get pieces, uh, a pencil and paper, I'll slow down a little bit. Today's scripture reading will be Psalms 91, 1, 11, John 14, 27, Hebrews 13, 9, and John 14, 1 through 4. You know, with all that's going on on, on the, uh, the stay-at-home orders about to be lifted, a lot of the states uh, around the United States are, are already lifting those. There's protests going around uh, America, especially here in Arizona, and people have reached their breaking point. And fear and anxiety and, and a lot of deep depression are ram, uh, running rampant uh, with the news of possibly even higher unemployment rates. But I want you to take a breath and just kind of listen to me before you allow that fear to take over completely in your life. God wants you to take a step back and, and, and to take a deep breath and, and just let your heart be at rest. And establish his grace towards us. That's where and when we will find that inner peace and that inner tranquility that's so needed today. Friends, it's not, it's not all out there that, that, that we should be so that troubled. You know, life goes on after, after coronavirus goes away. Life's going to get better. Amen? Because we have God with us. We have God's promises. See, I want, you to, I want you to know that God 
is still in control. Hallelujah. God is still in control. Now, we're about to open the country's business world back up to put us back to work again. But I need you to be diligent here. You know, continue to practice safe distancing. Wash your hands and, and practice, practice that social distancing. Wear masks if you, if you, you know, if it's appropriate. We don't want this virus to get the upper hand again, and it's going to be worse the second time. But mostly, <clears throat> excuse me, as Christians, I want you to realize what I said, that God is in control. Would you turn your Bibles, please, to Psalms 91, 1 through 11. Psalms 91, 1 through 11. As we delve into the Word of God this morning. Now, Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before you today. And Lord, we just ask that you would open our hearts and open our minds to your word. Lord, help us with, with a spirit of understanding in your word. Help us, Lord, to comprehend that which we are about to learn, that which the Spirit will put upon us this morning. Father, we know that <coughs> there is still a grave amount of fear and anxiety with this virus. But we also know as Christians that the blood of Jesus is upon us. And we know, Lord, that you will protect us and guide us and direct us in our, in our goings and our comings, Lord. And you will direct us slowly as we begin to get back into that normalcy of life. But I also plead, Lord God, that we have learned something during this time of staying at home and staying distance. That maybe we've learned to love one another. Be protective of our families. And learn, Lord, that we can, we can make it through even this pestilence and come out on the other side loving Jesus and loving one another. Be with all that we care about, Lord God. Be with all that we love and hold dear. And help us to come out on the other side. The other side, Lord. And pick up the pieces and move forward. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. And Amen. Hallelujah. Psalms 91, 1 through 11. Read it with me. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge, He and, and, and my fortress, my God, in Him I will trust. Say that with me. My God, in Him I will trust. Hallelujah. Surely He shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the perilous excuse me, pestilence. He shall cover you with his feathers and under his wings you shall take refuge. His truth <coughs> shall be your shield and buckler. You shall not be afraid of terror by night, nor of the arrows that fly by day, nor of the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor of the destruction that lays waste at noonday. 
a thousand, listen, a thousand may fall at your side and 10,000 at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. Praise God. Only with your eyes shall you look and see the reward of the wicked. Because you have made the Lord, who is my refuge, even the Most High, your dwelling place. No evil shall befall you, nor shall any plague come near your dwelling. For he shall give his his angels charge over you. Say it with me. He shall give his angels charge over you. Praise God. To keep you in all your ways. Psalms 91, 1 through 11. With all that is going on with this stay-at-home orders, with this coronavirus, many in our nation are nearing the breaking point. Fear and anxiety and deep depression is running rampant with the news of yet even more deaths and news of possibly higher mortality rate coming in day after day. But it's getting better, church. It's getting better, my friends. But I'm telling you, you need to find the the, the good in all this stuff. Find the inner peace that's coming because you know Jesus. And if you don't know Jesus, it's about time you did. Hallelujah. It's not about, listen, it's not about what you can do. This is a virus. This is a killer. It's never been about what you can do or what I can do. It's all about what God can do and what Jesus did on the cross at Golgotha, at Calvary. Now, I heard a young boy who received a a, a harmonica. It's a story I, I got a chuckle out of. This young man received a harmonica for his birthday from his uncle. And after the first of the year, he saw his uncle for the first time since receiving the harmonica. And with a large smile, he said, well, I want to thank you, uncle, for the harmonica you gave me for my birthday. He said it was the greatest present I've ever gotten. And the uncle said, that's great. He said, did you learn how to play it? And the young man said, oh, no, 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 no. I don't play it. He said, my mom gives me a dollar a day not to play it during the day. And my dad, he gives me five dollars a week not to play it at night. (laughs) smart kid don't you think he figured it out you see you see my friends sometimes we just need to think smarter and we need to be a little more rational in our thinking as an older person gets the more he or she can relate to what every generation has thought or said at one time or another but sometimes I just I just kind of wonder what in the world this younger generation is thinking. But in every generation, that devil, that old accuser has reinvented the same old storylines of gloom and doom. I, I hear it all the time. The sky is falling. The sky is falling. Only his tactics are more overt. And they've gotten more brash and unbelievable to the point of far too many have come to believe and accept defeat, live in depressed world, and a fear-based mentality. I call it a pity pot mentality. I often use that word. I love that word. I, I oftentimes use that phrase. 
I often I often tell the people around me, get off your pity pot <laughs> and get with it. It's time to l- grab your bootstraps and lift yourself up. This too will change. And we're going to get through it. Together we're going to get through it. And we're going to come through and go past and 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 we're going to get back to normal. But a normalcy, I hope, will be different than what it was before. God knew that there would be chaos and times of uncertainty in the world. That's why God gave us a a relevant word in his Bible for every situation and for every generation. Listen, friends. God's promises are relevant. And God's words are timely for every occasion and every single generation. In the book of John, chapter 14, verse 27, it says, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth, give I unto you. He said, Let your heart not be troubled, neither let it be afraid. So many people around the world right now are worried from one world catastrophe to another. The elections, the sickening desires, the viruses, the consequences from one to another. They just travel from one channel to the next channel. They live their lives in fear. The way they act is ruled by what happens on one channel of news to the next which really causes them to believe and act with extremism. They're afraid of this and that. Oh, my goodness. What will happen next? What won't happen? And what someone might think may happen? You know, President Franklin D. Roosevelt said, the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. And many are worried with with fear about what they own and will they lose it. While yet we forget that God owns everything. Listen, God owns it all. God instructs us not to worry about what will happen, but to trust his plan for our lives. The Bible says, Peace I leave you, my peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Those are God's words. It's written in red. And if it's written in red, Jesus said. If you watch the news all the time, day in and day out, it's a minute-by-minute saga of the relentless attack of the divider of all humanity. If you have negativeness, I had a friend, I had a friend, and and he used to say, he used to say to me all the time, negative, 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 going in one ear, it's going to be negative, 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 coming out your mouth. You have to really use discernment and trust the Lord that he is in control. Say it with me, God is in control of every situation of your life. If you'll just trust God to be in control. Sometimes I think we need to be reminded, as long as God is on your side, there is nothing that can come against you. 
no matter what is reported or how, or how bad things may seem to be, God is in control of your life. Say it with me. God is in control of my life. Amen. Do we need to live smart? Yes. Of course we do. But as believers, church, as believers, we put our faith and our trust in God. Not in the media or in the government's ability to stop this crisis. We put our, our, our faith and our trust in God. You see, nothing surprises God. And nothing is outside of God's ability to control. Not earthquakes, not hurricanes, not revolts or uprising in other nations. Not the government-controlled programs or whatever the price of oil decides to go to. Or record-breaking temperature changes of hot and cold. And by the way, it's getting right warm down here in Fort Mojave. Not even this virus or this pandemic, this plague. I call it a plague if you want to call it that. It's not the first one God's uh, uh, that, that's been delivered on the people of the Lord. Read Exodus chapter 12, 1 through 5. You see, God told the people of Israel how to, how to uh, get away from that plague. Sacrifice a lamb without blemish. Take the blood and put it upon the threshold, up on each side of the door and across the threshold. And the angel of death would pass you by. Listen to me, church. We have the same sacrificial lamb. We have the lamb of God, Jesus Christ. And that blood of Jesus has been put upon you the day you accepted Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord. We've got the blood of the lamb protecting us. You see, God has already made provisions for every situation that we will ever come up against. Us. And nothing, nothing, say it with me, nothing can alter God's plan for his people or his triumphant returns. Praise God. As Christians, whew, praise Jesus for the anointing today. As Christians, we need to grasp hold of the word of God, the grace and the peace of God has both already and continually supplied and hang on to his word at all times. Can you say amen right there in your living room or wherever you may be? Just say amen. Ain't nobody watching you. You see, our flesh and fear-based mentality doesn't want us to know the promise of the word of God or remember its benefits because there is so much peace and so much comfort to be had from the truth and the power revealed by God. That's why the, that's why the author, whew, that's why the author of confusion, the devil, has been fighting it ever since he was expelled from heaven. You know the story in the Bible. The devil was tossed out of heaven. And how long did it take for God to get rid of confusion in heaven? The scripture says, and I saw Satan fall like lightning. Hallelujah. And lightning travels at a rate of 28,500 miles per second. That's how God got rid of confusion-based mentality in heaven. 
God said, he said, I am God, and beside me there will be no other. And if you want answers today to your questions about what is happening in the world today, the answer is found in Jesus Christ and the miraculous grace, life-changing message that he introduced to the world at the cross of Calvary. Glory to God. In Hebrews chapter 13, verse 9, and it's written in red, so it means Jesus said, it says, do not be carried about with various and strange doctrines, for it is good that the heart be established by grace. By what? By grace. Not with foods which have not profited those who have been occupied with it. The methods are many for the occupation of our time to blur and distract the world away from God's amazing message of grace. You see, there are a lot of different ways and things out there that people will try to tell you how to live and why you should live that way. Everyone has its entitled to their opinion, you know that? Everyone. That's what makes us God's most unique creation. The fact that we all have a free will. And God created us to have a free will. And that accuser, that devil... The, that, 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 that liar, and one brings confusion, would like nothing better than to eliminate a person's free will and dictate the way they should think and act. And that's why there is so much hatred, intolerance, and division on display around the world. And even in our country, now listen to what I'm about to tell you. Listen to what I'm about to tell you. A house united will stand. Say that with me. A house united will stand. And a house divided is designed to fall and fail. Now I want to paraphrase that a little bit. A country united will stand. And a country divided is destined to fall and fail. I hope we get that message. It is time, listen to me, church, it is time that we stop the madness and realize that God is control. He's in control of our lives. It's time that we put all the politics aside. I don't preach politics. I'm preaching the opposite. We need to put everything else aside and let God be in control. You know, it's so sweet. To trust in Jesus. This question was once asked. And I used to ask it from the pulpit in the church. If you could choose what you wanted most in life. What would you ask for? And you know the most common answer in the world today was peace. Around the world. That's what people would ask for. Peace. People who want peace in their marriages, peace in their families, peace in their workplaces, peace in their country, and peace in the world today. Our country has some of the best medical, psychological treatment centers, highest educational institutions, and worldwide communication abilities. Yet with all these things, most people are yet without true inner peace. Peace and tranquility in their lives. 
And the statistics are devastating in America today. Broken marriages, split families, hatred, social intolerance, division, rebellion, and fear have never been higher than they are right now. The late Whitney Houston used to sing a song with these words, Didn't we almost have it all? When love was all we had worth giving. The ride with you was worth the fall, my friend. Loving you, loving you, makes life worth living. The enemy of our soul would like nothing better than to make us think that we almost have a life worth living. But it's unattainable. Today, the good news <coughs> is that God, God's grace, hallelujah, God's grace has made a life worth living for us. And it's an obtainable life. It's an attainable life, my friend. God's grace has eliminated the chance for fear and for failure and replaced it with his abundant life. He has provided for a, every man, woman, and child. His grace that brings it is perfect peace. Perfect peace. And perfect tranquility through the Lord Jesus Christ. Right now, we are, we are going to be launching uh, in, the, in May 6th a four-part series called You Matter to God. And at the end of that series, I will be launching a seven-week series called The Abundant Life. And I, I pray you'll listen in on both of those series. You see, God's word declares, it is good that the heart be established by grace. Say that with me. It is good that the heart be established by grace. God came with his message of grace so we could have peace. And God God doesn't want us and has never wanted us to be fearful and worried by everything or anything we see on the news or any challenge that comes our way. God is in control of our lives. Say that with me. God is in control of our lives. And God wants our hearts to be at rest and established by his grace towards us. That, that, my friend, is where and when we find inner peace. This coronavirus, this stay-at-home, this unemployment, this plague, this chew shall pass. It's going to be behind us. It's not about what you can do. It's never been about what I can do or you can do. It's all about what God has already done. What Jesus did on the cross of Calvary. Now, while the accuser would like you to think it's all about us, what you did, what I did, it's not. It's about what Jesus did. Hallelujah. When you finally come to realization, the only thing which qualifies you to receive God's blessing is faith in the finished work of Jesus Christ. Your heart becomes established by the amazing, amazing God-given grace of that moment. 
I want you to understand today. And when your heart becomes established by grace, you'll know and be and, and come to the realization you are both entitled and in position to receive every blessing, every blessing, even benefit God has promised in his holy word. Oh, my friend. Oh, my friend. You know, if you think that you're not worthy, listen to me. Listen to me. God gave his only begotten son and sent him to the cross to die for those of us who thought we were not worthy. You're worthy to receive his blessings. At that point, you don't worry about what you see happening around you because all the distractions are contrary to God's promise of peace and tranquility in every situation. You can, and God expects you to walk with full assurance that his blessings will be manifested in your life and the abundant life he has planned for you is constantly within your reach. You are worthy. You matter to God. God wants you to know and to realize healing, protection, and prosperity are all yours. And they're yours in time. And that they are inexhaustible through the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, one time the popular actress Sophia Loren sobbed to her Italian movie director over the theft of some of her favorite jewelry. And he said to her, he said, listen to me, Sophia, I am much older and wiser than you are. And if there's one great truth I've learned about in life, it is that you never cry over anything that can't cry over you. Now, the devil came into this world to lie, to cheat, and to steal, and to destroy. He will tell you stories, and he'll promise you so much to anyone who will listen. But he will never, listen, he will never deliver on his promises, and will never shed a tear over a soul, missing out on an opportunity of the amazing grace and the gospel message of the Lord Jesus Christ, who, who, listen, who died for your sins. And my sins. In the time in which we live. We mustn't be swayed. We mustn't be scared off. But we must stand. And hold fast. To what we know. And what we know. <coughs> excuse me. Is that. God sent. His only begotten son. To die on a cross at Calvary. He was nailed to a tree. He was scourged. He was spat upon, humiliated, and he bled for you and I. And he paid a heavy price for our sins. In Romans 6.23, it says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible says, no man comes to the Father save through the Son. You cannot get to heaven except through Jesus Christ. We would never have to live in fear again. So that heaven would open its doors to us. And God would welcome us in. And there would, there would, there would we ever be with God. Amen. And amen. Can you say amen right where you are? 
I don't care if you're in your living room, your kitchen, or in your vehicle. Praise God. Just roll down the window and yell, Amen. Hallelujah. I tell you, glory to God. God has a new life for you. A new awakening for the church of today. I said when I began this ministry, the, the spiritual awareness ministry, that I began because of a vision. And vision in that vision, God said, I'm going to give a new awakening to the church. A spiritual awakening. In John chapter 14, 1 through 4, it says, Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. Jesus is speaking. He said, in my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. He said, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again. Listen to me. He said, I will come again and receive you to myself. And where I am, Jesus said, where I am, there you may be also. And where I go you know, and the way you know. The devil likes to think he's winning the battle. But praise be to God, Jesus already has been victorious and has defeated the accuser. You know, they were down there. I want you to know this. I'm going to get off track for just a minute because I, I love this. You know, I can see hell throwing a party. The day they nailed my Savior to the cross, the day they nailed him up there on that cross, the, 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 the skies turned black and the thunder raised. And I tell you, hell was having a party like they never had a party before. And the devil was sitting on his, on his little throne down there and they were just a partying away. And he said, I've got victory because I just, I just killed the Lamb of God. And all of a sudden, God sent Jesus, uh, and they stormed the, the gates of hell. And uh, I'm telling you right now, victory began to happen because the victory was not the devil's. The victory was Jesus Christ because he has the victory. The victory belongs to God because Jesus was victorious because he defeated death, hell, and the grave that day. And we have that victory over death, hell, and the grave. The minute you say that sinner's prayer, the minute you accept Jesus Christ, the devil has lost you. The devil has lost you. And you have salvation forever and ever and ever. Amen. Hallelujah. The most peaceful feeling one will ever find is knowing that through Jesus Christ, we have already won. Have you ever heard the old statement that made everybody happy? It went something like this. I read the back of the book, and we win. We win, my friend. We win, praise God. Let me change that old saying today. I read the front of the book, and it said this. In the beginning, God. In the beginning, God. And I knew the rest of the story. Wherever he starts, he will finish. Whatever my Lord starts, he will finish. We can trust him for that. I wonder out there, my, my prayer partners, my prayer warriors, we started something fantastic with this ministry. Spiritual Awareness Ministries with Pastor Davenport and a whole bunch 
of prayer warriors. Spreading the good news of the gospel. Spreading salvation through the airways. Won't you help bring someone to the kingdom of God this week? Let them know that God is in complete control of your life and help them to learn to trust Jesus Christ for his promises. Now keep the faith and hold on to his promises in your life. Right now, right now, wherever you are, wherever you are, you can have that. You can have that promise of Jesus. All you've got to do is bow your head. You can bow your head and you can ask Jesus to come into your life. <clears throat> you don't need a great cathedral. You don't need to walk the aisle down that church. You put it off and you put it off and you put it off. Maybe you were 12, 15, 22. 32, 42, 52, 62. Maybe it's time now that you said, oh, I should have given my heart to Jesus. Well, today's the day. Right there in your living room, your kitchen, wherever you are, you're going to tell me, you're going to tell me just the way I told him preachers years ago, God don't want me. I'm an alcoholic. God don't want me. I'm a druggie. God don't want me because I've sinned. Yep, I was a sinner too. And there's things in my life that I was ashamed of and things in my life that I didn't think of. I ran. When God called me and said, you're going to be a preacher, I laughed in his face. And that's when he hit me with a two before and said, you're going to stop right now. I'm talking to you. Listen to me. You got to stop running sometime. You're going to have to stop running sometime. Today's that day, my friend. You're talking to somebody that was a mainline drug user. I was a junkie. You're, you're nothing on me. Stop running today. Bow your head right where you are. And let's, let's put you in the family of God. Won't you just bow your head? That's it. Bow your head and say these words with me. It's not long. It's just a short little prayer. But it needs to come from your heart. It needs to come from your soul. You ready? Dear Lord Jesus, I know that I'm a sinner. I ask for your forgiveness. I believe you died for my sins. And you rose from the dead. I turn from my sins and invite you to come into my heart and come into my life right now. I want to trust and follow you as my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, praise God, brother or sister. If you said that prayer with me, I want to welcome you into the family of God. And I want to encourage you that when this they lift this and they allow us to go back to church, that you seek out a Bible-believing church and ask them to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost.
And in Jesus' mighty name, I want to welcome you to the family of God. Praise God. You did the right thing. I want you to start living for Jesus. And I want you to drop me an email. www.spiritualawareness777.com Let me know how you're doing. Let me know how you feel deep down inside. I'll answer you. Because we care. Because you matter to God and you matter to us here at Spiritual Awareness Ministries. And before I close in prayer, I just want you to bow your head one more time. And I want you to pray and and thank God. for taking you into the family of God and tell him your needs right where you are. Tell him what your needs are. God answers needs. As long as you're open to him, he's going to be open to you. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this wonderful day. And we thank you for that person out there that has just committed his heart to you, committed his soul. And we thank you for all the listeners, Lord God, that are joining in on the 11 o'clock prayer hour Father, we just praise you for for them committing to to pray for the salvation of the lost. We thank you, Lord God, for all the blessings that you're bestowing. As as the coronavirus is settling down, Lord God, we're going to fast on May 6th from sunup to sundown for those that can. And and for the ones that can't, they're going to help lift us all up in prayer, Lord God, as well. On May 6th, that fast begins along with our, our You Matter to God series on May 6th. That Wednesday, we're going to fast and we're going to listen to You Matter to God series. Just be with all the doctors and and the the nurses and the first responders, Lord God. Help us to open our country back and get back to work, Lord God. Just bless us, O Lord God, and eradicate this coronavirus-19 right now in the name of Jesus. And be with those that have lost loved ones, Lord God, and help them, Lord God, to grieve. And be with all that we love and keep them safe on this day. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. In a moment, our own Judy Little is going to come and talk to you. Give you the the, uh, exciting news on our numbers and and, uh, just give you a little short message. So right now, God bless you. We love you in the Lord. And here's Judy Little. Hello, friends. This is Judy Little, board member of Gospel of Faith Church and the Spiritual Awareness Broadcast. And our numbers are rising, and it's such good news. That means our broadcast is being picked up around the world, spreading God's message of salvation. And with your help, our mission to bring the good news of Jesus Christ is working. So if you enjoyed hearing God's message and you'd like to support this ministry, you can make your tax-deductible donation to Pastor Davenport Ministries, Black Slash G-O-F-C, P.O. Box 11042, Fort Mojave, A-Z, 86426. Again, that's Pastor Davenport Ministries. Slash G O F C P O Box 11042 Fort Mojave A Z 
888-668-8426. So drop us a line. Let us know how we're doing. Now, until next week, may the Lord bless you, keep you, make his face shine upon you until he brings us all back again. And please stay safe. God bless.